Welcome to episode 214 of In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and my guest this week is Mr. Holden DePardo. It's been a long time. Glad, glad to have you back on the show, Holden. How you doing? It's good. Doing well. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, I look back. It's been uh, quite a few months here, so I'm glad we had to get you back on the show here. So lots of good stuff to talk about. And uh, Jeff Gamet's back on the show here. We welcome back. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back. And uh, Holden, I'm, I'm actually really glad to see you here. Yeah. Because I, I've never seen you and Warren in the same place at the same time. Oh, that's right. So that, <laughs> so that, that, that whole thing, we, we can finally put that to rest. Yeah. So the actor we hired is like, that's, yeah. you know, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> totally worked. Absolutely worked. Speaking well, of, Warren, yeah. speaking of uh, Warren, Warren Sklar is back on the show. How you doing, Warren? Jeff, you would have noticed the giant Rubik cube on my arm if it was the same person. I would have to say. So but, but, the but fact that you there's a skin sleeve that you put on to cover it. <laughs> I'm going to go all out. I'll go. All out. Oh I'll gosh. Let's let's do a little show here. Um, so we got a lot of uh, uh, great uh, news stories this week. Uh, always a little bit quiet this time of year, um, uh, but uh, I seem to always find something to chat about this week. Um, beta isn't too exciting this time uh, but uh, the big topics are going to be this week is uh, uh, TV streaming services um, I did as I've been talking about this is the second in the series from uh, when I spoke at Mac stock um, we're going to talk about uh, the top TV TV streaming services how they fare all that and uh, also we'll uh, got some other surprises so let's uh, go ahead and then jump into the news for this week Uh First story I have here is uh, Apple Maps now offer cycling directions across all 50 U.S. states. Uh, Apple Maps cycling directions now fully cover. Uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, actually, the highlight says 50 states, but it covers uh, 49 U.S. states as of July, uh, as we record here. Uh, according to uh, uh, Apple Maps enthusiasts, uh, he's saying the cycling directions have since oh, become. Oh, doesn't count. Sorry. What's that? I said Colorado doesn't really count. Well, no. <laughs> Hawaii was the one that hadn't become, know, it just became the 50th. So we're all 50 states. Annoying, uh, Jeff. Uh, no, I'm actually looking to see if uh, if we have biking directions in Boulder. Yeah. This is good. This is good news. I, I'm glad a lot of people want, want to have cycling directions to where to go places. And uh, I think this is a good thing that Apple is really uh, oh, yeah. adapting to. So, there we go. Go ahead, Jeff. Cycling directions. It's working in Boulder now. Yeah, huh. There you go. I, I had given up. I'm sorry. I'm just totally doing my own thing over uh, here. You're doing the show, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but the, yeah, it's a good thing. I think Apple has been Jeff like, doing this. Squirrel. Apple's been doing this for a while here now with uh, <laughs> uh, with cycling directions. But I'm glad to see they've expanded it to the entire U.S. now. Uh, it's a good thing. What, what do you think, Old? Yeah, I mean, it's always just good to have options for it. I don't personally ride a bike because uh, I'm I'm afraid as a driver that I'm going to hit a bicyclist. So like, I don't want to be that bicyclist. Yeah. So I just don't. You know. I, I haven't ridden a bike in a, quite a long time and I probably won't. Uh, uh, just with my ailments, <laughs> it'd probably be best I'd be <laughs> crashing quickly. I've done it <laughs> in my younger days. So I think uh, best not to cycle. But there's plenty of people who lo- enjoy doing that. So. If you do, though, you won't get lost. Apple has assured that. That is true. That is true. What do you think, Warren? I'll finally be able to get home. <laughs> the article, the way, you read, the, the way you read the article, makes it seem like Apple has the, um, has it across all 50 states. So, like, you know, for the people who want a bicycle, 
across all. Oh the no, states. it's going to each yeah. state has bicycling this way. Not going. Yeah, you're right. Well, that's what it said. So, but I'm withholding Ashley on this one too. We, I mean. We could talk about on the side, but we have a road here in near my house that goes along the river, uh, river road, and it's narrow. And on one side is houses, and the other side is a river. And it's a very popular lane for bicyclists you know, who really bike, you know, with the helmets and everything like that. And and you know, we debate on our you know next door app all the time about it whether that bike should be there or bike should be there. And they fight with each other because I'm all for giving bikes to the right of the road, but this road's just not built for a bike. I mean, I'm sorry, find mm-hmm. somewhere else a bike. I'm going to feel like I'm going to hit you or I'm going to end up in the river every time a bike is on that road with me on the car. So, yep. Okay. And then the next story, uh, we did talk about this uh, a week or two ago here about uh, Apple and the first batch of Apple arcade games were going to be removed as developer contract ends. So that kind of clears up some of the understanding. Uh, today, as uh, which was a couple days ago as we record here, uh, they re- Apple removed 15 games from Apple Arcade just over two weeks after it listed the first batch of tiles to st- that are going to leave. Do, uh, I guess it's due to sub- uh, developer contract expirations. Uh, and now Apple has a section where it says uh, leaving Arcade soon, list the games that will be removed. I think we looked at the list. It wasn't too t- anything terribly exciting here. But, uh, uh, but they did add a support document that uh, you have uh, – options that the user who had downloaded the game before it was removed, you have the ability to play the game for at least two weeks after suggesting the titles will remain playable until uh, August 16th, which is like about two weeks from when we record here. So, and I'll say, but and the game is no longer available. Uh, what do you think, Jeff? I think this is something that just yeah, contracts expire. Yeah, there you go. Contracts expired. And, uh, uh, either Apple or the developer decided that it wasn't worth renewing the contract. So there you go. I do like that Apple does have an API in place so that developers can um, let users migrate their data from the Apple Arcade version of a game to an App Store version of the game if the developer chooses to do that. Yeah, absolutely. That is a very good touch. Yeah, what do you think, Holden? Yeah, I'm. I don't really care too much about this because I looked at the yeah. games and none of them appeal to me. Well, they all like, seem garbage, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who ended the contract: the developer or Apple? Or Apple. I'm very curious. Yeah. Well, I um, think most of the games there are for people like me, who are are very casual gamers. Right. Oh yeah, there's still fantastic casual games on there. I'll scream that Threes is the best mobile game for the I'll scream from the rooftops. That game is amazing. It's in Apple Arcade. It's perfect. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Very uh, what, casual. What's it game. called? threes threes okay it's kind of like 2048 but it came out before 2048 and it's much better than 2048 it's very good but it's 2048 this tells you how much of a casual gamer gamer. i I don't even know it was a very popular web game but basically like you have two in threes you have two numbers that are the same you can combine them together to make a bigger number and you just keep combining them to make bigger and bigger numbers but you're moving them around this little grid and you have to you know if the grid gets filled up and you can't move anymore you lose Golden. Okay. High okay, score. Cool. What's the high score? My high score? Um, my son's crazy. On actually, I'm using right? continuity camera on my phone, so I can't check, I but it's like 30,000, I think. Yeah, I got uh, my son hit the big one. So, so yeah, but if I do a 62,000. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, I like uh, my high score is 57,828. Very good. Nice. I haven't played in a while, but. 
Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not a bit, I'm a, I'm a casual gamer too. And even the arcade games don't really appeal to me for whatever reason. So I, I, I try to feel and part of the, bundle. I think, <laughs> I think I get nervous because they take up so much room on your, they're so good that they take a lot of space in your phone. And I, even if I have the room on my phone, it gets me jittery to take up that much space on my phone of a game that I might play here and there because I, yeah. I'm scared I'm going to run out of space. Which I don't. Just buy a second phone. <laughs> and that's your game phone. There you go. Well, Dave has. <laughs> this is what the iPad mini is for. Yeah, Dave has a second phone for his camera. I don't know. Like, unlike Holden. So that's why I said last uh, Tuesday, I'm like, the continuity camera is great, except when you want to actually use your phone. Yeah, the <laughs> moment I want to use it. Yeah, and then you can. And Dave's like, well, yeah. I, have, I have one just for my camera. I, well, it's, a, it's a 10R. It's an, <laughs> it's an old phone. So, I mean, you got it for a yeah. deal. You know, it wasn't like terribly expensive. I know. All right, so let's move on. Next story here: um, Apple pulled a record four hundred and thirty-nine thousand apps in quarter two, including abandonware. Uh, Apple and Google have delisted almost six hundred thousand apps, combining for their respective Apple stores amidst a wide crackdown by Apple on abandoned applications. Uh, there's according to a new report from fraud protection firm Pixelate. Um, uh, uh, Apple and Google delisted almost 592,000 apps from the App Store and the Google Play, respectively. And that was a major increase over the 220,000 they did in the first quarter. Uh, the main reason Apple delisted a- apps in the second quarter appears to be a lack of updates for years. I mean, God, there's so many apps in there. I'm like, as soon as I see an app that's like maybe a year hasn't been touched, I mean, I don't even want to download anymore. Um, so I'm glad they're doing this. What do you think, Jeff? Um. I'm glad they're doing it. It's, it, I mean, when you have as many apps as as Apple does on the App Store, it's a service for users. If you're culling the stuff that's uh, no longer supported, is out of date, won't run on current devices, mm-hmm. um, or is uh, like a scam app, you know, get that stuff out of there. Yeah, no, I think it's good. What do you think, Warren? Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, the fact that they're removing it also means that they allowed it at one point, which is bad. Right. Well, right. it must have been so, a good app at the time. So that, I think a lot of these well, developers just abandoned them. No, but as Jeff said there in the article, they mentioned scam apps. Oh, well, yeah. They, they, they so deemed, they give, right? You know, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they, you know, the, that means if they're getting rid of them, then there are some that still get through. So Apple's vetted, you know, golden Walden walled store of apps is not a perfect system, but it's, uh, again, it's better than any other store out there, but, you know, be aware it's not the, you know, it's not the 100% that you won't get some kind of bad app if you're in that store. And this happened before. I mean, they let some through. Yep. And Holden, what do you think? I mean, it's, it's I agree completely with everyone. Like it, it had to happen. Uh, if you guys have ever gone through your purchase history for like your apps, you can go through all of your apps yeah. and go to the very, it's very ridiculous. beginning and try downloading some of those. Yeah, there's so many of them. It's crazy. Um, and then um, the app is designed for an iPhone 4S still. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's like it just feels so weird on a 13 Pro that I have now. Um, or in the case of some of the games I played, like the controls are just all over the place and you like literally you oriented in the wrong location on the screen, and everything. And it's just, it's such a bad experience. Why would anyone want it? So it just, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, uh, now, now that we're saying this, I can tell you why some people would want it. If someone is still using a, 
uh, an older device, even if they're not using like an old iPhone as a phone anymore, they might have apps that they really like using that that uh, work on the really old version of iOS on their device. Mm-hmm. And if it's if it's something that's actually still useful to them, losing it would kind of suck. Um, but at the same time, these are people that are in a, a very small minority at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I think, what is it, like 90, what percent of people are on the latest version of the operating system? Oh, it's usually like 80 so to 90%, right? Yeah, so it's usually think, very, very high. But I think you're right. I think there are a handful of people um, that are like that, but it's it's got to be rare. And I think the people who are mm-hmm. like that are probably more collector types, maybe, who are holding on to these devices. If there's a game they know that they want to play or an app they know they want to use, they're probably already going to keep it installed anyway. Um, but there's, again, like you said, it's such a niche. There's yeah. iMazing too, for those kind right. of people, because you could actually mm-hmm. back up your games to it. And there was a whole thing with the M1 Max where you could put non-standard, non-allowed iOS apps on your Mac using right. iOS because you could pull the IPA out and, and stuff, stuff like that. But it wasn't foolproof, right? Because it was, wasn't it um, epic? Um when they pulled uh, Fortnite, even if you had the IPA and put it back in your phone, it didn't open. Like it, uh, right. it stopped it from opening too. So Apple could <laughs> block it if they really want to block it. Yeah. Even if you can. Oh still my god! Those days I backed up all those IPA files. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, move on to the next story here. Um, Apple stores get a new diagnostic tool for iPhones with unexpected restart issues. Apple stores and Apple authorized service providers have a new tool in their arsenal to determine if a customer's iPhone is unexpectedly restarting. When a customer with an iPhone 11 or newer indicates that the device has been unexpectedly restarting, the, the, the stores and the re, uh, service providers will have, can now run a system stability diagnostic tool, which evaluates the device's analytics on logs to determine if multiple unexpected restarts have taken place over the previous 14 days. If they do expect, uh, if it does determine that, that, that it had taken place, they'll advise technicians to proceed with the hardware repair. Uh, so there is a new support document about it, about this very thing from Apple itself publicly, but, uh, well, it's good to see that Apple's adding some more tools and even better the fact that authorized service providers will have this tool as well because it was always, you know, all those years you, if you didn't have to go to Apple, you could have gone to, to you know, someplace else that's an authorized service provider. Uh, Holden, what do you think? You you obviously worked at Apple at some point and this is something that's uh, uh, that, that is good that they had, they've added. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I, there are definitely many points where someone come in and be like, oh my God, my phone's just turning off on me. But it's random and it's very, you can't right. just have to hope it happens or hope is a weird word to use there. But, you know, you would want to see it happen. And sometimes it would just be the springboard crashing and you'd have the spinning um, uh, little circle loading icon thing. And that's just yeah. software. There's nothing to do with the hardware. Yeah. But you can't know that unless, like in this case, now yeah. you can run that tool and find out. Usually we would just like run a software test and be like, oh, it's, there's some tons of software issues here. All these different services have been crashing a lot. Right. This is probably a software issue. And it was usually a good way of figuring it out. But, it um obviously wasn't going to point to the hardware at all, which is good about this tool. Yeah, so definitely same thing like the battery test. You know, I went through. Yeah. I went through and uh, wanted to, to. I was helping out my uh, my sister in law with her phone. She, her battery just keeps blo- uh, just keeps draining, but she's got the iPhone SE, the second gen, so it's not old, still under Apple Care, mm-hmm. but it's only down to deteriorated to eighty eight percent. So unless it's at eighty percent, they're gonna they're they're gonna push back and make you pay for a battery if you don't do it so you got to go in there and plead your case because that's 
I said, I, yep, sorry, you're going to have to take this in because it's your phone. I don't want, I don't want to have it. And then you don't have your phone. Yeah. So um, battery stuff is so often the software. It's like serious. Yeah. It was like nine out of 10 times. It was the software. Something might be, I, yeah, that's probably the next thing I'd probably suggest in that case. Uh, Warren, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, like where Holton just said, I mean, before, before this, Apple always said, uh, and I worked at an Apple, uh, right. I worked in an Apple t- uh, store too and took phones in and, um, you know, a hundred times out of a hundred times you tell them to, uh, wipe and, you know, wipe and, and reload yeah. and then, you they, know, they cringe. Wipe and re- <laughs> they'll cringe. But then if you give you know, the first thing <laughs> Apple does or we do is we'll wipe it and we'll test it on a fresh OS to right. see if it's software. So, I mean, there's probably very few times where it's an actual hardware issue um, causing a rebooting. Um, But I thought there were some weird things too. Like when the, um, wasn't when like the FaceTime camera was actually broken or something physically broken, it would do some kind of weird thing like that. um, Where when reboot. And then there was also that one with the, uh, that's right. With the, uh, the camera, you weren't able to do something with the camera because there was a hardware issue. So there was the, um, yeah, there was like with the slowing down of the iPhone thing. Like that was actually to prevent the shutdowns from happening. Right. The shutdowns, like, right? Yeah. But then there were some kind of people with the. I remember it was I think it was a twelve or eleven, where all of a sudden there was, um, if the one of the sensors on the phone actually went, something weird happened with the camera, and like the two didn't connect at all. But you know, yeah. went online, and that's you know, Apple's like, oh, well, this sensor broken. That's why I can't take a picture or something like that. Yeah. And uh, so it's weird things happen with hardware. So having yeah, you know, having tools would definitely be a good thing to tell you more. Yeah. And I know they have the tool now where they could send it out to you if you call Apple. They'll send out a diagnostic to your phone. To the phone, right? right. They, they did that. Starts doing the thing. They, that was so the battery for they me. have that. Yeah. So they have a couple things, but yeah, more tools, more good. Yeah. What do you think, Jeff? Um, uh, I'm actually really happy. To see <laughs> you this. look like you're about to cry. No, I am. <laughs> I am actually, and, I mean, it's, and it's not just allergies. <laughs> so, I, I have multiple stories that I could share about how I went through every troubleshooting thing you can possibly imagine with an iPhone to track down where the problem was, and uh, and had been able to eliminate the possibility of it being a software-related issue take the iPhone into the Apple store mm-hmm. and the genius bar is like, Oh, it's software. You have to wipe and reformat. And I'm like, dude, I did that an hour ago. And that's why I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, that's software. I had <laughs> So we're going to have to do that before we can try anything else. And it's uh, like, of course you understand you're adding a week worth <laughs> of heartache and headache to a process that I've already taken care of for you. I need to fix the damn phone. And uh, now they can just plug it in and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's right. Yeah. And also like for like environmental reasons, but also I'm sure cost reasons. And not just Apple, any company doesn't want to just replace devices willy nilly. Well, of course. So it, this also just makes complete sense from that standpoint. No, of course. Mm-hmm. So um, next story here. I thought this was cool. And it's not necessarily an iPhone or an iPad. It's actually on a Mac. But uh, this uh 
revisit. You can revisit Apple's first store in 3D with this awesome new Mac app. It's the Apple Store enthusiast and creative extraordinaire Michael St- uh, Stieber. Today he announced the launch of the Apple Store Time Machine, a new interactive Mac app that lets you travel back in time and reveal four iconic Apple stores on their grand opening days. Uh, you know, one of them was Fifth Avenue. I believe one was in Cupertino, uh, Apple's Tyson Corner in Virginia. Uh, and, um, yeah, there was like four different stores. So I played with this a little bit. I don't know if you guys had to take a look at this at all yet, but I know Warren thinking made a comment that it takes up space and, but I thought it was kind of fun just to kind of navigate and look at, oh my God, look at those old, those old Macs. And, and yeah, well, somebody else, t- yeah, somebody else made the space comment, but I, I oh, I thought it was you. I'm sorry. But go ahead. No, I, what do you think, Warren? Jim, Jim Ray, I think said it. That's, right, that's um, right. No, I mean, it's, it was, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's the kind of thing where it's fun. You look at it, yeah. and then you get rid of it because you, you yeah, know, that's what I did. Or something, yeah. so. but um, yeah, I mean, cute, sure. Did, did you check this? Neat. Did you check this out, Jeff? I did, and uh, <laughs> it, it was fun to uh, <laughs> uh, look at like the bookshelf. Yeah, all and, those old uh, books. Yeah, and be like, oh my god, I remember. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, those uh, books. one of Jeff Carlson's books was yeah. was on the shelf, and yeah, yeah se- seeing stuff that my friends wrote, and uh, and yeah. those titles are sitting there, and uh, and then the software from uh, yeah. from the people that we know is on you know the boxes, and that's fun. Um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I I wanted to go upstairs to, on the Fifth Avenue stores though. That glass stairway, you only go halfway. You couldn't go back up all the way. Uh, I didn't even try that. Yeah. So, did you I've try this one? Did you try this old? No, I I didn't actually, but I'm definitely going to try it afterwards because I I didn't go to the first store, but I went to Willow Bend in mm. Texas. I think it was the third store, I think. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. I believe- Apple stores have changed a lot since oh. then. Box oh. software also Tr- tremendous. Crap. Top of the head, guys. How many stores do you think you've been to? Apple stores? Oh, it's got to be at least 10, 15, maybe. I'm probably around 30. Yeah. I, I'm guessing 15 yeah. for me. Yeah. I live in, I lived well, in maybe, maybe for more. a while. I don't know. I mean, I've been to everyone in Colorado. I've been to several yeah. in California. I've been to everyone in Chicago. Uh, Las Vegas, yeah. uh, Washington, D.C. Yeah, Vegas. Um, two, two stores in Vegas. Oh right, yeah. So I've been to two in Vegas. Oh, actually, three. Uh, I, I was at I was at all three. There was another. There's a third well, one. <laughs> well, there was no. There's one in Caesars. There's one in the Fashion Mall. Where's the other one? Summerlin. Yeah, but that's a, that's outside Vegas. No, no it's that's it's, that's still Vegas. It's not on the Strip, but it's still Vegas. Yeah, that's where, that's where my friends live. So I, it's right. I've been Ray Rock Canyon. The best one, the coolest one I've ever been to was the uh, the one in the uh, in the uh, the Paris, uh, the Louvre so weird yeah i really want to go to that one that one it was just strange. That, that would be pretty cool because it's just like in a basement of the louvre and it's like it's like it doesn't belong there at all but yeah. it's really kind of what <laughs> well, walking into what uh should be just a train station and seeing yeah. an apple store yeah that's kind of yeah i went to the grand central in new york grand central mm-hmm. I've been and i went to one. and then, then i went there on opening day I went to opening day. It was really weird to, to going up the those stairs and you're like, wow, well, that all that all up at the top there. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I really want to go to the North Michigan Avenue store. I have not oh, been to right. that one Because it wasn't moved. open after you moved, yeah. You, yeah, I moved out. Yeah, yeah, I was Warren like, was just there. Is last, that the one with the with the cool slope? The macro. And it's yeah. on the river. Right. It's right along the riverfront. Yeah. It's the one that they had to change the design of the top because the snow kept building on top of it and it was kind of, it wasn't draining. 
So they had a. <laughs> it was kind of. It was just like a flat top. Yeah, it looks like a. It looks like a MacBook. It's, it's got a. Yeah. Yeah. Shape of a mask. My, my first take. experience with that one was being at a conference in a hotel on the other side of the river, and my window looked down, yeah. like straight across onto the roof of that. Yeah. And we were so busy at the conference that I wasn't able to duck yeah. out and run yeah. over to the store just yeah. to, to be great, in it. That's the I best got a store. few pictures in there. To, in, in real fast, the architectural boat tour. At the end of the tour, they mentioned almost it. like the the guide is like, oh, and I guess we have to mention the Apple, Apple store on the left with the, the, the <laughs> top looks like an Apple computer. But she did say one thing that was kind of cool, how it's you could look through it yeah. to the other side from the river and you could see the um, the park, which is what's important to somebody. So cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, so very cool. Uh Last story here, uh, Amazon Drive. I don't know if anybody was even using Amazon Drive, honestly. I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, no it's, it's shutting down at the end of 2023. Amazon Photos will live on for storage of your images and videos. Uh, I said bad news for the presum- presumably few people out there who relied on Amazon Drive for storing their important files in the cloud. Amazon is shutting down the service. Uh, plus, on the plus side, you'll be able to get over a year to get to decide where the heck you're going to move all those files, um, and it won't be supported by the end of 2023. Uh, so, but move your files over, move it over to uh, to the photos if you got photos on there. I did look on there, and I, I, actually, I did have stuff on there. Nothing important, but uh, but I will move, get things off of there. And then, just the public service announcement: you do have uh, a year and a half yet to take care of this. So. I, I, based on your guys' reactions, you didn't, don't even know about this, or you never used it, right? <laughs> I, I have actually. Actually, I, I used uh, Amazon Drive quite a bit for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem I had at the time was, even though it was easy to use, it didn't integrate well with anything else that I was using. Yeah. Like you know, like the way Dropbox is just so transparent, and uh, so I. I weaned myself off Amazon Drive yeah. for the most part a while ago. Right. Um, but yeah, I had stuff that I needed to go ahead and pull off of that. And as I was moving it from Amazon Drive to Dropbox, I was thinking, oh, this is great. I'm I'm moving this from Amazon Drive into Dropbox away from an Amazon service into something that's hosted on Amazon Web Services. Mm-hmm. So is it just moving the pointers or is it physically moving the files? No, Dropbox go f themselves after they did their you know they're the ones with the free two they're, yeah. they're free and Wait, they so, so they only and, limit how many devices you can have yeah then it was a mass exodus of anybody using dropbox for free because yeah you only use that. like two or three devices i think now yeah or something that was stupid like that yeah, it's a mass exodus when everyone leaves the cathedral at the same time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only at mass when it's at mass <laughs> exactly yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> Goodbye, Amazon Drive. We didn't know you. Um, so uh, that's news for this week. Let's uh, move on to uh, topics. And we always talk about beta. Beta iOS 16 beta 4 is continuing here. Uh, Warren, if you uh, uh, being our, our kingpin of beta, uh, living on the edge, as we all know, uh, have you noticed anything different on, on any of your devices uh, this week? Yeah, I would say this is not a good beta cycle for for most of them. Uh Things revert back mostly on uh, the Mac OS. Um, if you have uh, the Venture beta on Mac OS, every time you reboot your computer, FaceTime opens and, and it makes the sound of uh, um, 
one of the alert sounds, uh, like that you're getting a message every time you reboot something, or sometimes if you move back to the screen, it does that. And it's kind of funny because for some reason, my dog decided months ago that that was going to be her uh, like alert to bark when you get that <laughs> message alert, like she's really smell. So now every time I go onto my computer, it makes that noise and she barks. So, um, so there's that, but yeah, as far as the iOS part of it, it's, I mean, it's, you it's still, still pretty good. Uh, on iPad, have you been doing much on the iPad? Yeah. I mean, I put it on there, but I mean, I, I have a mini, so um, it doesn't have stage manager on it. So I can't do much with it anyways. Oh, that's right. Cause it's not a pro. I mean, I mean it's not an M1. Yeah. Well, the the Mini Six is the newest Mini, right? But it's uh, yeah. I mean, I have it on there. Uh, you know, after doing all the cool customizations with my, you know the phone, I'm like learning a lot of things with the uh, the 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 wallpaper um, options now. They get mm-hmm. with the phone right. where it does. It's not live. It's not live wallpaper, but uh, I mean, it's not like the watch where it switches. But it, yeah. it's getting there. Um, and you could do things. I'm like really looking at my ipad like why didn't they do this on the ipad it's just yeah. stupidest thing that you can't have the wit really the same kind of widgets on the ipad you can't have the yeah. same kind of lock screen customizations and it's like i can't see any reason why they wouldn't do that right and uh it's kind of frustrating yeah absolutely yeah, hold on are you running are you running anything on beta i don't i don't think yes yeah, so i have um i have beta 4 on my phone and then i have ventura on my mac okay and yes yeah, so i'm i'm all decked out and I haven't had too many problems. I've okay. actually had a pretty good experience. Um, <clears throat> the last beta three, all of my shortcuts just like stopped working. I have, yeah. I have about fifty shortcuts yeah. in in there. So like, I have a lot running. So I get a lot of notifications being like, "Hey, that shortcut didn't work. Hey, that shortcut didn't work." And it got really annoying. Yeah. But now it's it's working. So I'm I'm happy. Um, but um, other than that, like, it's been really solid. I know we're not a Mac doing a Mac thing no, here, go, but no, stage manager no, is fine. incredible. Stage manager yeah. is how I will use my Mac going forward. Yeah. Period. It's just too convenient. Oh, I agree with you on that. I go back and forth on it. I'm not sure. I'm not sold yet. Yeah. Are you using it on iPad at all? Uh, no, because I got the mini iPad. You, you got, so. Yeah, you got to have oh, it on one. But I, but I've yeah. used it on my. I have a 14 inch. Yeah, all my beta iPads have, are not M1 either, so I haven't been able to try it. I'm not. I, put them, I don't put them on all your beta iPads. My beta, I, well, first gen and <laughs> f- f- fifth gen, both were. Yeah, I got them. Well, don't you yeah. have an M? You have an I M1. I have an M1 11. I do the same. You won't put the beta on there to test no. the stage manager. No. Nope. It's my, really? It's, it's my oh, production machine. It's production. My production device. I'm, I stay. I stay on the standard device, standard version. I'm not like you, Warren. I don't live on the age. That's why I have <laughs> multiple devices. That's where I can play. For an iPad, <laughs> it takes literally an hour to revert it back if you really had to. I don't have that hour to do it. But that's okay. Uh, but Jeff, have you noticed anything on the iPad? Because one thing I wanted to bring up was the fact that they made some pretty good changes to the Files app. There's some file update, Files app, File app, Files app updates. Uh, specifically, so yeah, save, I open, and transfer files. App. Yeah, I got. A, I've, uh, I have a link in the show that. notes on an article about that uh, from a nine to five. Mac, or I'm sorry, Apple Insider. Uh, that um, they talked talked about this. I had a chance to play with it either, but the the save to files function has been improved. There's a new model window, and anytime you save something to the files app, it's got a new whole UI that uh, appears with the options to select the save location, add a tag, and rename the file. So. Becoming more and more of a finder, honestly. Oh, I thought you meant there. There was new, um, new changes. Uh, Files app stuff in the latest beta. Uh, this isn't. This is. This is in the, the current beta now. From what I was reading here. 
in, yeah, in iPadOS. But it's been in uh, the previous developer betas for iOS. Yeah, I think this. this yeah, I just. Right? Didn't, I think we had talked about this uh, since the last the three through. Okay. The version I just back. wanted to make sure I wasn't oh, yeah, yeah, missing yeah. new features um, that I needed to go dig general, into. For general files. improvements to the files app since. Yeah, so I mean, it's got some good good things talking about a lot of the menu actions. Um, you know, the file extensions. You can yeah, you can rename file extensions. Which is, I mean, this is becoming a a really full out. Files app, like almost like a finder. On yeah, Mac. Files app. Just call it Finder. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> I mean, being, imagine being able to rename a, a program. It's like revolutionary. It's like almost like a. Who would have thought to do that in a in a files app? Right. I know it's like, great. Why it's would you tough. ever want to do? Why would you ever want to change a file name? Yeah. No, the the files app <laughs> in iPadOS sixteen is finally a, in my opinion, a usable feature. Prior to that, it was the thing that you use to hook apps into a common place for uh, finding stuff. Yeah. yeah. And no. but now, now it actually has uh, has a, a usable value to me. It does with all those new added uh, features. So, other thing I'll, I'll report is this is a rumor, but uh, I think it's worthwhile mentioning it that the iPad iPad OS 16 may is more than likely going to be delayed until the new iPads come uh, ship, uh, which could be October, uh, which they have. Uh, this is nothing new. I think Apple's done this before with, I, I know the iPad uh, OS and iOS would, would sh- uh, ship you know, within a month after each other. Uh, but they said, they said in the rumor that uh, they are looking uh, that, that they want to make sure that they have an ambiguous effort to overhaul the iPad's multitasking abilities, um, which is stage manager, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, so, but are they saying they're going to try to make it work on different models, or are they trying? No to mention of that because yeah, we we had so that. That's what the speculation is because yeah, that could be comments, a, people are like yeah, people yeah. Are like you could delay this till December for all I care if he gets this working on my iPad, whatever. Yeah. So, so you because people have what they're saying. not everybody has M one M one iPads. No, a lot so. of people, most people don't have an M one iPad, but you know, yeah. Again, how many people <laughs> need? I, the, I just think this is funny is like before this feature came out, there was all this pressure to put on Apple of like, take advantage of the M1. Please take advantage of the M1. Yeah. Why have you taken advantage of the M1? And, and then they take advantage of the M1 and it's like, why isn't it on the other iPad? <laughs> no, no, no. Stop. 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 That, for that is no, pretty no, awesome. no. People are like, take advantage of this M1. And like, you know, in their mind, they're thinking, you know, graphic processing, games. Yeah, yeah multitasking that's the advantage you're taking that they can take a device <laughs> with a processor them, uh, that has them, like it can't mostly... run on a 2018 ipad but it can run on a 2017 mac yeah mike a chromebook could multitask and has a <laughs> processor from like 2003 <laughs> so let's 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 not praise apple so much for no it, i don't think it's praising more so for multitasking i mean the, i think they i think they over engineered multitasking on the ipad is what they did yeah. and i think that's the problem i think yeah. they should have gone back to a simpler way to multitask on the ipad without needing an m1 processor to do that yep yeah no i'm kind of just more criticizing like i feel like in the tech community we're all so into tech that we want the ipad to be more than i think it will ever be and there's all this talk of like ipad being a more pro device and running final cut and i'm like i just don't think that's ever going to happen we talk about a lot lot of time and people get stubborn and annoyed about it when you say what why do you want this to be 
more of a, a computer. And it's like at, when you add a keyboard to it and a trackpad, you know, to an iPad, you know, now you have a MacBook Air that runs iOS. And it's like, you know, but, but, but I want, you know, but I wanted, so people make up in their heads, I want to carry one device and blah, 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 and things like that. But it's because for tax and because we want, Anything that has the power to do something to be able to do everything, right? And oh yeah, absolutely. Know, for ninety eight percent of the world, they just want to watch Netflix on the thing. So I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, it's like um, it's like Final Cut in particular. It's like, would you want to run that on a twelve point nine inch iPad without a keyboard? Because it have to work. Well, I, I do Luma Fusion for all of my video editing. On an iPad? Keyboard? Yeah. On a yeah. 12.9-inch iPad Pro. Mm-hmm. Keyboard? No. Really? Pencil? Yeah. Apple Pencil, yeah. but uh, yeah, not, okay. not the keyboard. Okay. So the uh, pencil at least gives you some precision you wouldn't have with the finger, but I'm very curious yes. how that works for you. Well, actually, without the... I mean, it works so well that, uh, that I won't do any video editing on my Mac anymore. Wow. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I could almost see it, though, for that. But when you start going into any kind of business application, then it, it falls. Anything where you need to type more than a few tots and taps, mm-hmm. then you're going to want a keyboard. But for video editing and photo editing, I kind of see that you don't need a keyboard because... Yeah, you know. it comes down to the use case. And I do have the the old keyboard folio case for my uh, for my iPad Pro. And I type on that thing all the time. Um, but... It, it comes down to use case. There's some things that uh, that I just find to be more efficient for me on the iPad versus the the Mac. Um, I had the. I don't the, want uh, them to be the same device. Yeah, I had the big. I had the um, the butterfly keyboard, the the magic keyboard for the iPad Pro 12.9 before I sold it, and the thing was, you know, great. Dave, you have the same one, right? You I have the, for the 11 inch. I still have it. Yep. Yeah, I got the 12.9 and, you know, beautiful level. But when I stuck it in the bag, it was heavier than my MacBook. And it didn't, you know, that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I think they make better companion devices. Well, there's th- that debate can continue on. Yeah, you know, we, I, I think uh, yeah, well, it's, it, I mean, I think it's, 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 it's an evolving device. I mean, I think people oh, want yeah, it to be a ta- want it to be a tab and want it to be their full-time device. I've done pre- plenty of presentations on that topic. And, um, mm-hmm. I think that the, yeah, it, it, it's still, it's still, uh, it's still something we have to continue to think about. I just, I, I agree. Yeah. It's not something, I don't think it's there hundred percent yet. I, I don't, I, I couldn't live without my Mac and I think all of us here couldn't. So or you can get yourself a Lenovo tablet. Oh God. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything at Best Buy you haven't That's purchased? Right. Yeah. <laughs> the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wanted to, I wanted to bring up, uh, talk about this topic, uh, Streaming services, a video now, uh, video streaming services. There's so many of them out there. It's, I mean, I did a presentation at Max Talk about this uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, I thought wanted to share with the podcast listeners here um, that uh, how do you decide what the heck you want, you know, with, and what's important to you? And there's just so many services out there. I'm kind of kind of mix it up here from what I or the way I talked about it here a little bit, but I think uh, the first. The first place that that I talk about, I want to talk about is uh, is the free services. There are, there are, you know, some quite a bit of notable free services that are out there, and they actually have some interesting content. And uh, the first one I, I I would probably mention is Pluto TV. You know, Pluto TV is got a lot of great 
old old uh, old shows, old classic comedy. You can watch Johnny Carson. You can watch Three's Company. Love. There's actually a Love Boat channel that's on the uh, no. uh, on play, on Pluto TV. Yes, and um, but, but they have news. They have. I mean, it's now. Granted, it's not it's not your cable service, you know. But you know, there's a lot of great content on there, and for the for the fact of it being free. Um, is 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 a great thing. I think it's 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 a good service to have um, to to play with. I mean, you don't have to pay for it, so why not? Yeah, you know, of course you experience commercials. You have to. You're going to have get ads with that. So uh, that's where they where they're making their money. But as far as free ster- free streaming services, I think that one is is on the top list of of, of if you look at the free services. Um, IMDb TV was which was what this originally server this service was, but then Amazon bought it. Now they call it Free V. Uh, not not a big fan of that name, kind of silly if you ask me. <laughs> um, and they've got a lot of larger content and old shows. And, and you know, I know uh, All in the Family is one of the uh, is, is on there and exclusively. Uh, for those of you who are fans of Judge Judy, she actually signed an exclusive contract after leaving CBS for twenty after twenty five years of being on there. Uh, so she she signed up with them. So I think there'll be a second season coming soon with that. Um, so uh, that that's a great service too. Um, Tubi is another one. Now Tubi does have not only the, the um, good free stuff, and of course all these services have a lot of movie choices. You know they're not going to be as as exciting as the as, as the as the pay services we'll talk about in a minute here. But uh, Tubi does have a lot of great great content as well i mean it's very similar to what pluto tv has uh but you also have um, movies and then you also have live tv with them as well so a freebie does not have live tv or uh, at least i haven't seen it um uh crackle which is another service which is i believe is owned by sony um is has got some good content on there a lot, a lot of different content uh, the, um, i know jerry seinfeld's uh show was on there for one at one point uh uh, comedians of cars were drinking coffee, which he hasn't done in quite a few years. That was, that was a really fun show to watch, but that's over on Amazon, uh, Netflix now. Uh, but, uh, so that was that, but they have a lot of good content on there. Uh, Zumo, which is not probably one of the more on, not as popular. You probably don't know too much about that. Similar to Pluto TV, probably not as much content, but another place to, to check things out. This one I want to talk about a little bit because, you know, because I, I know Jeff and I both have Plex service. I think you do too, Warren. Uh, Plex is, is a, is a big thing right now. And the night, cool thing about Plex is it's, it's kind of a multitude of services. You can have your own Plex server and, and host all of your movies and content and all that stuff on your own, creating a Plex server on your own, as well as they have movies that you can watch there as part of their streaming service, as well as uh, some live TV. Their live TV is kind of garbage, honestly. There's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, compared to all these other services, I mean, at least these have some relatively fun things to watch, but yeah, I, I don't, I, there's some very bizarre channels in on Plex. Uh, but uh, Jeff, you, you, you being a Plex user for a long time, I mean, don't you think mm-hmm. this is a service that you, that really kind of stands out of all the free services that are available? Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm a big Plex fan because it, it was the, the first uh, platform that I felt gave us a a a really viable alternative to the uh, the media storage and management solutions provided by like like Apple and Microsoft, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's great. And um, when they started adding in the streaming channels, okay, well that's interesting. And Add a bonus, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's mostly garbage. It is, but they're getting stuff there 
And so hopefully it's just baby steps and they had to get the door open and get some stuff in and show that they can do it. And maybe they'll start getting more uh, content showing up. Um, but still ha- having a, a a tool that we can use to manage content the way we want and has a, and has a nice interface. Yeah. I I'm a big Plex fan. Do either you guys have Plex servers? Have you set up that? I don't think I have uh, friends who have them, but I don't really use it too much. Yeah. I got mine. I, I keep moving it on because uh, my Windows cool. computers keep breaking. So I, I, that's why I'm moving on. About <laughs> well, more, do, do like I did and uh, and install Plex on a Raspberry Pi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I would have to buy one and I have all these other computers. Just 30 there, bucks. So I have done. Huh? 30 bucks. Done. <laughs> I, the Raspberry Pi is the one thing I haven't played with too much, but. Yeah, I, I'm I mean, syn- mine's on a Synology, so yeah, it's not that hard to to move around a Plex server. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, and it, all I could say about that is free V sounds like something you get when you sleep with the wrong person. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> God, <laughs> what you did there? Oh, yeah, you're good. Then, uh, you're good. And then the other one is um, what's a uh, Dave? What's a Roku channel? Because I got oh yeah, Roku right channel. Now. I didn't mention that. Um, I'll put that on there. I actually was just I kind of cut hooked here. I, I shouldn't admit that I was watching it, but I used to like the show ugly betty <laughs> so, no that's a good show but i gotta yeah. see this weird out movie and how do i do i do you have to pay for it or no it? it's how free you just you just, so just get off for free when it comes yeah out? roku the roku channel okay you can watch it on on your mac but or you, or you have to have a roku device they don't have an app on ios that you can that you can watch watch on it so you know, so, buy a buy a 29 dollars roku if you want to if you yeah we have two yeah so i mean i've got all of them too so i mean but so you don't have to subscribe it just comes no, up with the, no it's the, included the it's absolutely free there's tons that I, I put that I, I added that to the show notes too because there's just tons of tv shows and movies and and that's what's saying there's so much content to consume that's free that if you you might be entertained just enough with that I mean, the only the only unfortunate part is the local TV stuff, which I'll get get into in a minute here. But I wanted to talk a little bit about um, some of the, the the paid services. Now, top ones I put in here: Paramount Plus. You have to have it for Star Trek. Come on, I mean, just 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 there's no way around it um, uh, for most of us. I know some of you won't, but um, it, it it's a necessary service for all of us. Except for Warren, yeah. but that's only because I like Star he's, Wars. He's no. on some sort of. I am team. No, I'm on team Star Wars. Star Trek just bores the crap out of me. No matter, or at least which ones I've watched. Yeah. Okay. It's the only movie I ever walked out of in my life is Star Trek Two, and that's the Wrath of Khan. You walked out on the Wrath of. Oh Khan? my god! <laughs> yeah, it might have been. It might have been the first one. Oh, my, motion my picture, mom, yeah, I can probably see that. Yeah, it could have been the first one I walked out on, but then I just didn't, didn't see any of the others for a while. The one with the whale was cute, and then you know, I was a few a few things here and there. But yeah. Star Wars, man, I watched Obi Wan uh, this week. Could, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't make that stuff up. It's just, yeah. it's just well, you can. <laughs> no, I, ironically, you can. <laughs> but yeah, but, <laughs> but it's it's a yeah. yeah. Um, we could have the whole Star Wars and Star Trek debate. Yeah, let's 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 let me keep going here. Um, Hulu is a great service too. I'm really hooked on Hulu now, and I just finished watching the the season finale of the Orville, and uh, which Jeff got me hooked on. I hadn't watched in all this year, all these time, and I mentioned it on previous shows that I binged watch all three seasons. All oh, the, th- the third season was was I watched as I went. It seems like the last few weeks I was getting up, I was staying up until 11 p.m. my time to to watch the the latest episode because that's when it would would, would drop. So already in 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 
in uh, my head watched it and it's it's a Orville's a great show but they have a lot of other great shows on there too and they do have a live tv piece of it as well because some people are may be interested in subscribing uh to that uh, i'll mention that in, in the in the that in just a minute here um apple tv plus of course we talk about that a ton of times you know uh, ted lasso and and so many other great shows on there and it, for for 4.99 a month you can't beat it um uh and we'll, we'll see, we're definitely going to see how this how it evolves with Apple. We talked about it a bunch of times. We know that that's uh, going to be a, a service to to keep your eyes on, you know, with all the other content they're getting here. So um, Disney Plus, of course, Star Wars is on there. Marvel and a lot of other stuff is on there. So another another service on there. Then you add all these up, you know, it does add up to a little bit of money here. So if, if mm-hmm. you have to decide which ones are most important to you, or you know, sometimes what people do is you might have a show you like and it comes out, and then you can you know cancel for a while and then come back and you know some people do that so holden do you get in any of these uh, services at all i actually literally just got hulu because the americans moved from amazon to hulu and i was in the middle of watching it and that show's fantastic yeah. if you guys haven't seen it okay. um at least where i am so far in it um it's very good so uh yeah so i just like you were saying i, I picked up hulu just for the americans mm-hmm. and i'll probably <laughs> drop it right after that yeah but um apple tv is my standard just because i already have apple one right we all and do. Mm-hmm. i I'm so impressed with the content that they put out. It's so, so good. Yeah. So um, stuff. And then, um, but yeah, I usually just do it like that. I just, I just get show um, these services just for a show. Like a particular show. Um, I got HBO max right now because of uh, the rehearsal. I don't think you know, Nathan Fielder, but he's hilarious. He has a new show on HBO. Yeah. Oh yeah. HBO max is another one. Um, mm-hmm. HBO max and, um, and uh, Discovery, well, Discovery, they they, they merged, you know, Warner Brothers and Discovery merged. So um, it looks like by next year, you're going to have a HBO-Discovery Plus combo uh, that's going to be merging together. That's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see where that goes. Um, but with, with basically no good content. Yeah, because all the original stuff's probably going to disappear. <laughs> so it's going to end up happening. Mm-hmm. So, um, But then, you know, a, a quick debate on the decision, do you have to have cable or satellite or streaming live TV? Do you really need it? Well... It, it it gets tricky sometimes, you know. Uh, I've got Xfinity's my my cable provider. Um, you could get the bare minimum if you want to, but some people just you know you, you have family members who have a challenge of using you know, a, a streaming service like Hulu does live TV, YouTube TV does live TV. Then you have your cable providers, then you have satellite providers. Um, but sometimes people are just so against it because of the technology. You know, my wife is. She's on the fence. I've been trying to talk her into it because I've got three Apple TVs here that we could easily just use that, especially the fact that and we talked about this before, Jeff, with Xfinity having the stream stream app that's now available on the Apple TV. You can easily watch that mm-hmm. content. Um, but some people like the X1 platform that 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 Xfinity provides, and uh, you, can in, you can integrate all of these services into that service as well as being able to change the channels. But I think Xfinity has a little ways to go with their, with their stream app because – People like the sh- channel surf, and you just—it's not very friendly doing that. You have to kind of toggle around to get to it. Uh, changing well, channels. To be fair, well, streaming even on their is... cable boxes, yeah. right? Uh, channel surfing was a garbage experience. Yeah, it's getting so it's getting worse. At least they're they're offering a consistent <laughs> yeah. user experience. Garbage. Right. Well, to our to our wives' point, Dave, channel surfing on 
20 streaming services is near damn impossible. Well, yeah, streaming services, no, there's no, it's impossible. That's why our wives won't do it because they want to say, I want to switch from, you know, HBO to Discovery or or whatever. And, you know, I used to be able to hit the back button and now you're saying I have to get out of this app and go into this app and oh, it wants me to sign in, things like that. So, I mean, so my wife did say to me that she is going to try streaming in her Chicago apartment or okay. condo. Great. So we talked about it because she really wants just the HGTV and she found one that does that. And I forget which one it was, one of the streaming services to it. So a little tip and for Dave too, because you have the, the lake house. Um, if you have at least one house and you pay for Verizon inter, uh, cable I'm paying, or Xfinity. We're paying Xfinity in both places, yeah. Right, we are too. But if you pay in just one all the local stations, apps, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, right. will let you log in right. to watch content with a cable provider that you would have from the other house. Right. So you could actually get local channels easily. Oh, yeah. But you have you have fam- other family members at our second house. It's just you and your wife. you got many family members in my, in my experience that that won't go over very well. Right, right. No, but like if you have a house that, you know, you only go to like a lake house or a beach house, not all the time and you don't want right. to no. get the cable. But right. the problem, the problem always comes back to the same damn thing is when you right. call Verizon and say, I want to drop the cable package and keep internet. You're like, well, you know, you'll only be saving 28 cents a month if you do that. And because you're yeah. doing this and that, and that's how they get you. And so it's, it's, you know, it's. So that in a nutshell is really streaming services. You guys have any other final thoughts? I mean, I think, uh, I think we gave, gave a pretty quick, quick overview for for the short 10 or 15 minute segment that was. And uh, I could, could go on for a lot longer because uh, I did a deeper dive. I spent 45 minutes on that. So <laughs> alone. So well, you can talk about Netflix at all. Yeah, I, I didn't even mention Netflix. I should have. But yeah, Netflix, I did mention or Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime's the other one. Right. I'll well, put those in the show they notes. Have, they all have their shows. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It's Stranger um, Things for Netflix. And, and uh, uh, Amazon Prime has The Boys, which is awesome. And, oh, The Boys is and, so good. Yeah, I'm obsessed ne- with that show. Netflix. Umbrella Academy was awesome, yeah. and um, um, they're, they're, we're getting new handmaids coming up in Hulu. So, you yeah. know, that's, that's, that's why we got Hulu. Where, how do you got Hulu to start with how, how do you decide? So. I, I, we, yeah. we all subscribed. I think I sub- bought. Well, we share some of these services. If I look at my list here, I won't <laughs> mention who, uh, but we all share the services between family members and that's what's happening. And Netflix wants to push to push against that. Um, Amazon prime, the same thing. So, but no, there's just so many services to subscribe to the, you know, if you got family members, maybe that'd be a good economical way of, uh, getting into all these services and something that's important to you. Just pick the service that really stands out for you. It's really hard because there's so much good stuff on all these different services. Um, Dave, my brain just sometimes shut off, shuts off thinking about all those services and I end up just watching TikTok. Because I can't, I can't process. <laughs> it's like there's all this good stuff on yeah. these streaming services. I don't know what to watch. Yeah. I'm just gonna watch this woman put a ball in between her whatever, and, 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 and it's, okay, and it's gonna be fun. So oh, that's boy. that's what I'm doing on TikTok. And that's that what they have show. on TikTok. And that's this week's show. And then let's move on. <laughs> every other video is like a woman dancing and putting balls in things, and all right. Going, and then moving on. Yeah, 
he's singing. I, I think you have a different TikTok than, yeah. than I do. Uh, yeah, I agree. It might be Grinder, but I thought it was. Oh, oh my God! All right, here that we, wouldn't be on Grinder. No, that wouldn't be on Grinder. I'm moving on here. Uh, so I, I wanted. There are a lot of balls on Grinder. I'm just saying. Oh my God! You're killing me. Uh, moving on here, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, networking. I I did buy um, a new Eero, uh the, the Pro 6E. I'm super stoked. I got it, and I want to talk, give my my review uh, about it, and and what, how it really interfaces with iOS because uh, that's where you are dependent on managing it. And I know a few of us here have had it, so we'll talk about that in just a second. There was an article here. I wanted to. I saved this news story uh, as part of this uh, talk because this is involving Wi-Fi. Uh, Intel is going to introduce Wi-Fi 7 in 2024, and Apple does plan an imminent move to Wi-Fi 6E. Um, the, so we got the, the next successor to the 802.11ax, uh, which will bring even faster uh, processing speeds uh, of 5.8 gigabits. Um, it's more stable than the 6 bandwidth, and so you, you got that to, to, to contend with. Um I guess Intel's new standard is going to be 802.11be. I don't know where they come up with these letters with some of this stuff, but um, it, it's so you, the, the same place they came up with the term Wi-Fi. Yeah, exactly. Um, which actually doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't stand for anything. No. Wireless. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I, I just figured it was like wireless frequency or something like nope. that. No, they just it's, letter codes. It's just Wi-Fi. It's, it, it was uh, a, a marketing thing that sounded cool. Yeah, and it that does. was it. It was right. just, well, yeah. So, so there you go. The letters at the end can be just as meaningless. Yeah. So they are. I think. So uh, Apple was going to put the iPhone 13 lineup uh, on uh, 80. Uh, the I'm, I'm sorry, the Wi-Fi 6E. And they had had talked about it on this last year, but so they had yet to release any devices with it. So it is kind of kind of expect to change this year. So I'll be ready to go uh, with the uh, iPhone 14 when that comes out. So so you, you got that uh, that uh, happening with uh, with the standards. And again, we could spend probably a half hour just talking about standards here. And I'm we're going to take too much deep into that. So, uh, but. I mean, it'll be interesting to see where where six E goes with the iPhone and the iPad, and and improving upon the speeds even more. So, going to that, I wanted to talk about Eero, and the Eero um, is 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 now owned by Amazon. They 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 came out with these products a number of years ago, and they were their own standalone, um, their their own standalone um, company. Um, so they've got. And they are still selling a lot of the uh, older devices too. So uh, the first one that 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 stands out is the six, uh, the Pro Six E, um, much bigger, bigger uh, little devices that uh, with and each one of them can be either a router or or an extension. There, it is mesh network, so it, it does work really well. Um, very easy to set up. I mean, for those who are listening who, who want to get a very easy thing, I've been I've been using Netgear for years. Uh, all, my, all the last. Three routers I had were, were all in that gear, but uh, when people ask what the mesh system is, mesh system is going to give you much more stronger signal around your house. So I I was going to go with just one uh, uh, one unit, but I decided forget it. Now I need to get two, so I I have one sitting down here and sitting on, at my feet here in my office, and then I have one downstairs uh, in my kitchen. And I tell you what, I already started testing as far as it's if as far as it's. Uh, uh, connectivity goes and it's, it's insane. It's so, so good. I'm able to go outside and sit out on my patio and I have full, full four bars on, on my iPhone or iPad. I've walked a little further, further, uh, 
up to the back of my garage and it was still, I was getting signal out there and that, that device sitting out in the, in the kitchen. Um, so I was a little leery of, of the fact that you know, I was so used to having a Netgear device that you can, you know, get to the web interface and you, and you know, us as, as being techie guys and, and, and IT professionals, uh, that, um, we, we want to be able to tinker, be able to, you know, have some more granular control, but you know, I, I've, I've kind of, uh, decided that, you know what, I don't mind it as much because I'm watching this app and you still have a lot of great control of, of your network from, from the app itself. Uh, I've got it all laid out now. I'm looking at all devices here. Now I have a full inventory, very easy, just, just going through my phone here and here's Every single that device inventory list is just it's, so great, and I can and you can organize them. So I have an organized by you can organize by by uh, classifications of computer and personal. Um, I've got it for entertainment. <laughs> I got it turned for home use. So like my doorbell and my Ecobee, uh thermostat, and then uh, and then and then it also shows whatever had been connected before. So if it says previously uh, was recently online, it's there as well. So. Um, Performance is just insane. The 6E really makes a difference. I mean, yeah, I'm not taking adva- full advantage of the 6E because these, these are, you know, AX on uh, my MacBook and uh, any other devices. I've got I've got uh, two switches that are on here plugged plugged into the second port, so I got plenty of other extra ports for, for for wired network. So I'm happy. I think it works. And and the nice thing I said is is just the fact of the matter is, is you can install the app on your iP- iPhone and your iPad and manage your network very easily. You can change uh, the IP schemes. You can do port forwarding. You can do um, DNS changes. Like I changed the DNS because I like to point to, to usually Google um, or 1.1.1.1. You get those choice, those two choices uh, for your DNS servers because uh, Xfinity Comcast has the worst DNS server in the world. Um, so, uh, so you have, so you have all those choices too. So, I think it's well worth it, and and right now they have fifty percent off. I mean, was, that's what that's what really attracted me. So two hundred ninety nine dollars for for uh, for two de- for two devices, and um, you got a happy happy network here. So, I know Jeff, you you got an Eero too, and I believe Warren, you do as well. So, Jeff, what how how has it been with your Eero, and 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 which ones do you have? Um, I have. I, I just had to bring up the page, the Eero site to figure out. Actually, I think I'm still. Running an Eero Pro, the Pro, which uh, the Pro, the five or the six, <clears throat> which would be the the five at this point. Yeah, which is fine. It's still still giving you good service. Oh yeah, and well, and the only reason that I haven't moved up to the to the six E Pro is because I don't have uh, over gigabit Ethernet, right? Which I do uh, yet. So. The benefit that I would see with the with the other Wi-Fi devices that I have on my network doesn't happen uh, with a new Eero until uh, until I get bumped up to 1.2 gigabit. Right, and then it'll be time to replace. But I'll replace just the one base station, mm-hmm. the primary, because the beacons that I have uh, at either end of my place they they work with any model. Right, so I could buy other ones too and extend it. I mean, yeah, I could, I could use my second Eero set. Yeah, I could use I, the Neckier ones I have, and I, but I, yeah, I, I want to keep it clean. I like having these nice. It's nice because I've always had the big routers. I got the nice clean Eero sitting under my under my desk here, and then mm-hmm. on the kitchen, it's white, so blends in. The wife doesn't get unhappy when she sees it there. Uh, it's plugged <laughs> in. We're good. So, um, uh, so, so it's good. So I, I, I'm very pleased with this, and I think I recommend it highly to anybody uh, that's looking in the market for. Um, for for, for um, setting up a 
whole mesh system that giving you the, the I, best. I am very happy with Zero. So hold on, but before I get too worn, hold on. What are you? Uh, what are you been running? Are you been running just a, a standard routers or? I have the Google Mesh, oh, okay. and I want to get rid of it. Um, yeah. Just because I want to get rid of Google uh, everything, yeah. I'm just I don't <laughs> I don't want any more Google. Um, so I was looking at the arrows. This is actually yeah. all good to hear. Yeah. While you guys were talking, I went to um, their site because there's the mm-hmm. link here in the note. Yeah. And um, apologies, it's already said, but they have a really good deal going right now. Yeah. Where if yeah. you can get a two pack for five hundred or a three pack for four nineteen, so get a three pack for less than the two pack. So you get two two pack is two ninety nine, and I think the three pack is four nineteen. Maybe it was a mistake on their website. The on their website, it said four ninety nine for the two pack, and then four nineteen. No, oh, because I just paid. I just bought it. Yeah, so you go to two pack. Euro has a bunch of models that are. You got to be like some of them. Look know, let's say this has changed there. since I since I bought it. Shoot, they must have just. Uh, it says one pack is normally two ninety nine. The two pack is normally four ninety nine. Yeah, that changed. And the three pack is usually six ninety nine. But they have a huge discount on the three pack for four nineteen. Which is oh yeah, well then know, that's that makes more sense. But eighty bucks less. They were the, they were selling this two pack for two ninety nine, not even two days ago. <laughs> so <laughs> so something changed. Um, yeah, you got a good deal there. Yeah, so that was two ninety nine for a two pack. Um, so um, ah, I, maybe maybe something changed. They did have the flash up that was fifty percent off. Maybe they have the discounts. Yeah, keep checking back to the to the site. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's. It's well worth it. It supports over 100 plus devices, which I hope I, I'm not going to come anywhere near that, but I probably have about at least 30 here. But um, but I think it's great. Well, depending what you add in as uh, smart home devices. That's true. That's true. A lot of those people don't think about. Right. And they they can add up quickly. Yeah. So, uh, Warren, you got the six. You have the six E like me or I don't I don't have an ear. Oh, I thought you did. I thought you said you did. I'm sorry. No, no. So I, I. I'll try. You have the Orbi. Installed. I installed Euros for people, but I've had the uh, Orbi five and now the Orbi six. And um, right, you post that I new saw, one that was like fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> so Orbi has a six E, and it's fifteen hundred dollars. Is how much? It, in, did you see that? Yeah, it's insane. It does how many? It's for three for three satellites, but it's yeah. for wow. it's their pro. I mean, it says it does everything, but. I still can't imagine paying that much for that. No, even if it did, I can't even think what it would do that would warrant that. Because again, with my two-year-old or one-year-old Orbi, I'm getting Wi-Fi 700 around the house uh, with the, and I spent you know 400 dollars on that. So, I mean, what am I going to get an extra hundred meg or 200 for that? That doesn't make sense. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, my the Orbis are good they're not the most they're 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 too technical for their own good because their software doesn't really work all the time with their stuff um and like even now the ios apps uh have broke um with the um that's one of the things that broke with the betas because i think it broke before because when you do ios of things including in a router and um ios has uh, app tracking uh turned off or hide my ip turned off it starts to not see your stuff so if you ever have problems seeing things on your network from an ios device go into the wi-fi settings and turn off the um hide my ip and the tracking on your wi-fi network temporarily to to see it and right. it still doesn't always work 
I did find the two ninety nine. That, that's right. I bought it from a retailer, <laughs> uh, the local retailer here. Oh, it's okay. Apt Electronics. Gotcha, yeah. But I'm sure Best Buy sells it probably for two ninety nine as well. So, so you can get a two pack if you didn't think you needed a four pack. Or three it's pack. interesting. If all you need is a one pack of that, it's one seventy nine. Yeah. Unless you buy it directly from Amazon, and then it's the regular full price right. of two ninety nine. I know for one. That's crazy. So you should just get the two pack. Get two pack at a retailer. I'm sure Best Buy is selling it. Also, it yeah. feels we outside of buying one to extend your current network. It seems weird to buy one of these as your initial starter device at just one. Yeah, well, that's why I gave in. I was going to buy the one, and then I actually did buy the one, and I, I returned it right away and didn't even open it. And just got the two from from this retailer. I don't know if you remember. If you, kind of, this, this is a Chicago retailer, Apt Electronics. So, but they so Best Buy Best Buy has a sixty three pack for four nineteen. Yeah, everybody, everybody does three pack. Yeah. Here's the thing is that I don't know if I would go for a 6E. I probably would just go for a Wi-Fi 6. Yeah, which would would save you money. Save me money. My MacBook Pro, which I just got Wi-Fi 6, right? It's not not 6E, Mm -hmm. the 14-inch Pros. I'm not going to buy a new Mac for at least four years. Yeah. So I'm going to have that. And then my PlayStation 5 is the only thing I really download that has really, really big files. And that's not going to be updated for what like seven years from now so right. yeah i don't know if i should so, get a, a six router i should wait and get a seven router when those come out the apple devices are actually slow to adopt to these standards in all of them we were waiting for we were waiting for wi-fi six mm-hmm. and the windows computers had it and like a while before mm-hmm. mac and apple did so they're slower to adopt to these standards i think yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you could pick right. up those six pluses so much cheaper. You can get a two pack for one hundred and eleven dollars. So it is the A yeah. AX eighteen hundred oh, yeah. dual band. So if you wanted to something a little less, the six and the six plus, I think the plus is a little more. Um, yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would get that then. So and here's the why I haven't upgraded yet yeah. because yeah. there's <laughs> there's no value in me doing that. And honestly, when I do upgrade. It won't be because of uh, of the faster Wi-Fi speeds that I will get. It'll just be because I need something that lets me actually uh, take advantage of uh, of a broadband connection that's more than one gigabit. Right. That, that's that, that's, that's right there. Mm-hmm. To be honest, most of the mesh systems nowadays are all pretty good. I mean, I, I've installed a whole bunch of different ones, the Google ones and Eero and Orbeez for a lot of people. and Compared to what they're used to, at least even like you could get, you could get a whole system for under two hundred dollars from some Amazon company, and and I've done the and you know the, it works. They're pretty good. So, because yeah. um, mesh in itself is you know yeah, and you could get into the whole thing with dual band and and not have tri band and things like that, but um, beam forming, beam forming. Yeah. The the point is if you're not using mesh because of reasons and cost even a cheap mesh system that you find on amazon will be a hundred times better than whatever you have trying to extend a network in your house yeah i agree i agree mm-hmm. so check it out i think uh, it was a it was a good topic uh, and and like i said works really well with your ios device because you got the app and you got it it, it does does a very good uh, i'm sold on and out that, that it's easy to manage right from your right from your iphone so um, and looks looks like we've brought this show to a close for this week. So let's uh, go, th- go ahead and wrap things up. 
Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, which is feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. Support the show by buying me a coffee at InTouchWithIOS.com slash coffee. We would really appreciate it. You also can become a patron of the show. If you go to patreon.com slash InTouchWithIOS, we have two tiers available to support the show. We would really appreciate it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe so you are notified when we are live streaming, which is on our YouTube channel, which is at youtube.com slash iOS. You also can watch uh, the live streams. We leave those up there after the fact. And we also stream at, on Thursday nights from at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific at youtube.com slash iOS. And you're also going to listen to the show on YouTube. Uh, we also uh, have uh, In Touch with iOS magazine on Flipboard. Go and visit that, and uh, you can uh, find all those topics that we discussed. They're all flipped into that magazine. The link is in the show notes. Uh, you can uh, you can subscribe to the show in your favorite podcatcher, including Pocket Cast. I also want to mention Good Pods. Um, Good Pods, if anybody's not familiar with that, is a is a, is an iOS only uh, app right now, and uh, we were just number six in the indie tech. Uh, tech news uh, category uh, on on their platform which was pretty awesome so check out that is awesome go you yeah, go us and uh, uh, so check that out as well good pods is in the ios uh app store and uh, you can go to their website goodpods.com so check that out there's another form of listening to all kinds of podcasts and we're out there too um so, but uh, better yet, just go ahead and join, uh, uh, check our website out, which is at intouchwithios.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Holden Pardo, thank you so much for being here. It's always a great pleasure to have you on the show. And where can people find you? Uh, thank you for having me again. Um, I'm just online at, uh, at Holden Pardo on Twitter, but I'm not doing that too often. Um, just not doing social media a whole lot. So, okay. I'm kind of nowhere right now. No podcast here. Huh? Okay. Great. Yeah, no podcast right now. No. All right. We'll take care. I'll make sure that's that's. I, I had the wrong information. I'll make sure I update that for that. That's uh, no big deal. And uh, Warren Clark, thank you for being here as well. Where can people find you? Um, still in the basement in quarantine, I think, until this passes again, <laughs> maybe. And uh, um, yeah, here and sometimes with Chuck. Thanks for uh, good seeing. Uh, yeah, Jeff, we are not the same. I'll be able to sleep better at night yeah. now that we have that result. I've got that result. <laughs> Jeff Gamet, as always, thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. And uh, where can people find you? Uh, well, as always, I'm so happy that I get to be here. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, jgamet on both. YouTube.com slash jgamet for occasional videos. Uh, with with you and uh, and Warren on Tuesdays with Chuck Joyner on Mac Voices Live. Uh, Thursdays on the Big Show, Fridays on the Mac Show. Most Thursday evenings with you, and then the Context Machine with Frank Chaffin. So I'm getting around. Appreciate that. One 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 last comment. I did. I missed this. It was in the chat room on the YouTube uh, uh, live stream. Uh, Craig says, uh, "Sounds like." Uh, in touch with iOS is in touch. Where can't you go? So thank you. Appreciate that, Craig. There you go. Yep. So appreciate that. And we appreciate you listening. Uh, uh, we wouldn't be here if you were not listening. And, uh, and I hope you enjoy the show. We enjoy doing it. And we'll talk again soon.